from Alaska Public Media, this is State of Art. Welcome to the weekend and to State of Art, your weekly dose of Anchorage Arts and Culture. I'm Ammon Swenson. Coming up, I speak with Dr. Mark Wolbers, director of the Anchorage Community Concert Band. Their upcoming free concert, Reverence, will take place on Sunday, December 4th at 4 p.m. in the Discovery Theater at the Alaska Center for the Performing Arts. He says the band is a diverse group. We have people that play professionally in town, all the way down to amateurs kind of rediscovering the lost love of playing an instrument to even high school students. So this semester, it's a group of about 70 people, and and it has quite a wide range. One of the members makes me feel particularly old at this point because she was a student early on of mine at UAA, and she came in this fall with her fairly grown high school son playing as well. So the cycle continues, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that can't be the most unusual of circumstances in a community band. Have you ever seen anything like that before? Parent, child Uh, participating? Yeah, we've encouraged it a lot. But, you know, with the pandemic, it kind of just caused everything to go stop for a couple of years. And so we had our first concert last semester in the spring. That was our first time back from the pandemic. And we had a you know a fairly smaller group of about 45, but they exceeded all expectations and performed really quite brilliantly. And now this semester, we're back up to where we normally would be with about 70 members. We're still a little low from where we were before the pandemic. We were running around 80 people, but everybody's welcome. And it's just a chance to come in and play, dust off an instrument, make some music. Yeah. So what would you say is maybe like the base level of experience required to be a part of the band? Boy, that's a good question. I'm kind of not sure what a base level is. We don't audition people and we kind of expect that people come in and kind of declare what their proficiency is and find a spot in the section that kind of matches for them. And, you know, sometimes, you know, people will err a little bit on the, well, I'm not that good, and they'll maybe err on the side of not being well enough to play a really upper part, and vice versa, if they find themselves on a stronger part and they're, you know, feeling like, well, maybe this guy next to me plays a little better than me, you know, people will just switch. And, you know, and so it's kind of self-sorting. It's not... You know, right now, the direction of the band is not to be a professional ensemble, you know, by audition only. It's it's to basically try to encourage as many people in the community as possible to come out and make music. So Totally. And, you know, as the director with, you know, these various degrees of experience and, you know, skill level, how do you make that work for a cohesive group? Yeah, I, I wonder that, too. <laughs> It's it's a challenge, right? And and I'm constantly in my mind, I'm I'm constantly trying to go back and forth between two roles. You know, one is to be a musical leader, be the conductor, obviously, explain how to how to realize the music and make music. And the other is to be an instructor to a certain point. You know, what's what's a better way of playing that? How can you count that better? How can you you know, is there a better fingering for that? How might you work on improving your pitch and intonation? You know, and so part of, you know, it's kind of like I, I'm always straddling kind of two roles. And I'm always trying to I'm always trying to assess, you know, which one do I need to spend more time in? You know, my default would be I just want to make music. But then if I do that, well, then I'm ignoring things like how the group sounds, you know, what the intonation's like, how together we're playing, you know, and trying to get everybody on the same page, of course, is, is the whole 
whole goal of the game. So Yeah, do you ever maybe overhear conversations coming out of various sections about kind of working out kind of how to approach something and kind <laughs> yeah. of getting themselves through the process? Well, yeah, last rehearsal, I, I stopped to chide the upper brass about separation. And as I stopped... I heard, you know, one of the low brass players go, oh, he's going to stop and tell them to separate. You know? <laughs> you know, and sure enough, they were right, you know. So, yeah, you know, and part of this is Groundhog Day, right? You know, community band, you know, people have busy lives and you don't always get the attendance that you necessarily want to see. It's not like a professional group. And so things come up and, and you'll have, you know, people that are absent. And then, of course, you know, you end up kind of circling over you know, similar information the next time that they show up. So it's a little bit, you know, that's maybe the downside of the group is that, you know, if attendance, you know, was actually even better, and we're talking like 15% absent rate, right? And to me, I look at that and I go, well, that's that's a goal for me. I want to improve on that because if I can get that down to 5%, right, then I'm going to, I'm going to, we're going to be a better band. We're going to get more done in a, in a given rehearsal. But aside from that, most of it's just about people wanting to come get together and, and play and make music. And nobody worries about that core sort of stuff except me. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's your job, I guess. That's the, the burden you have to carry. So, yeah, I mean, how can people get involved in the organization? Seems like they basically just need to kind of reach out and show up for the most part. Pretty much. Our website is www www.anchoragecommunityconcertband.org. And if you go on that, you'll see a place and you can sign up and you'll get notices about what our schedule is, when rehearsals start. And uh, right now, the fee to play every semester is $100. And uh, we offer something less for high school students. And we do have some scholarships too. So if people have can't you know feel like they can afford the full fee, they just need to let us know and We'll help them with it. Well, you know, what? what's your favorite aspect of working with the group? I know it's probably quite different than working with a fully professional ensemble, but, you know, what's what attracts you to the role? Well, I, I just, you know, I like amateur music making. You know, it's like you go in and you do your you do your best, and sometimes you can really surprise the pants off of people with, with the results that you get. And, you know, everybody comes out pretty happy with that. You know, for me, it's about, from a personal standpoint, I just enjoy, like I said, coming in and kind of sharing the craft of how you make music and trying to get everybody to buy into that. And, you know, when you get buy-in, it's it's really quite an amazing thing. So it's very rewarding that way. Yeah. There, there's got to be something <clears throat> cool, too, about maybe people who maybe thought their music career or hobby or interest was maybe kind of behind them but then be able to join a group of like-minded folks that are just kind of just in it for the music. It's yeah. nothing else, no probably egos, anything like that. They're just there to play. Yeah, it's it's surprisingly a, an egoless group, I mean, to say that. I mean, I've heard horror stories from the of the past, but long since I've been doing the group, it's been really smooth sailing. Like I said, people have been very willing to take on roles. and And, of course, you know, my attitude is that you know, I look at like, you know, the third clarinet players, I look at those guys as being the most important group in the band. And so it, it's not a, um, a hierarchy. You know, if you only, if you play first clarinet, it doesn't mean you're the most important person, right? You might only have two or three first clarinets. You might have, you know, five seconds, but you may have like seven thirds. And that speaks to the importance of that, of that group. And this semester, like I'm running three alto clarinets and, you know, they're, they're really crucial to really making the the section sound rich and having the band sound really good. So, you know, and this this applies to all the other sections as well. I mean, so 
if they come out of public school program where it's the attitude of, well, the best player is the person playing the first, I, I really try to counter that and explain that, you know, well, you need strong players in every part. And that's when you have really a, a great sounding band. What's the commitment like uh, for a, a member of the band? What is what does the time commitment look like for somebody? It's pretty light. You know, we, we have one rehearsal a week at uh, 7 p.m. at East High School in the band room. And we usually, our concert cycle is usually 10 rehearsals and then a performance. And we perform downtown in the Performing Arts Center. And so our upcoming concert, for example, will be uh, Sunday, December 4th at 4 p.m. in Discovery Theater. And it's a free concert, completely underwritten by generous support from the Atwood Foundation. Awesome. And perfect transition, by the way. So is there, you know, speaking of this upcoming winter concert, you know, what can people expect from it? Are we going to be kind of hearing more seasonal related type pieces or what's the no. what's that look like <laughs> no i well anybody it's like watch me uh, conduct the university ensemble and my career knows that i i kind of don't do a lot of seasonal music <laughs> i don't mind that at all um, personally so i know some people love it but i i'm okay without it personally. we we uh, basically we we do a really fairly serious concert program and so our our december program is called reverence and it's all pieces that have a connection either through title or content, through reflection or religion, tangents to religion or things like that. And, but it's not, it's not overtly a religious program. I'll just give you an example. Like the opening work is the music from the movie Ben-Hur, uh, written by a famous composer, Miklos Rosa. And we also have music, you know, from the musical Jesus Christ Superstar. <laughs> Uh, Alleluia, the Leonard Cohen song that people are probably familiar with from the movie Shrek. A piece by called Litany, which is a remembrance piece, memorial piece uh, commemorating the uh, the bombing of Hiroshima. Mm. So in other words, very these are these are pieces that have different kind of components of human reflection and about the human experience, if you will. And you know, even a movie by music by a, a composer named Gold from the movie Exodus. Mm. You know, and I, I've even squeezed in the, the band masterwork pageant by Persichetti. And that's our, our closing number and, and probably the, the really the heavyweight piece, if you will, of the, of the program, other than maybe Litany. So yeah, so it, it's, a, it's got a little bit of something for everybody, but it's, it's got this kind of unified thread that kind of runs through the whole program, so. You know, anything that you're particularly excited to share with the audiences from this show, either specific pieces or maybe just kind of like, man, we really worked this part out and we nailed it or something like that. <laughs> well, Litany is the, is the most difficult work on the program. And it's a piece that resonates with me on, on a lot of multiple levels. My father served in the South Pacific and the Army Air Force was a engineer on B-29s of the group that was in, uh, involved with uh, bombing Japan. And as a young person, I remember looking through his materials and seeing reconnaissance photos and things of the, the work that he did. And, you know, it's, yeah, it's, it's pretty uh, heart-wrenching and, and thought-provoking. So that piece resonates with me on that level. And on, on the flip side of that, that work was actually commissioned by my high school band the year after I graduated. Wow. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's the real deal. It it actually opens with these really unique sounds where the bass drum and the tam-tam are are hitting uh, simultaneously trying basically imitating the sound of a of the uh, large ceremonial log bell, the bell mm -hmm. that struck with a log 
that's at the Hiroshima uh, memorial site. And yeah, it's quite effective, but a very difficult piece. I mean, it's it's really pushing all of our buttons to to make it to make it happen. So yeah. Anything else you'd want to add about the performance or you know the the community concert band? This is a just a really wonderful program, and uh, I think everybody will find something to enjoy. And and of course, at the price point, you can't complain. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> but you get to watch uh, you know seventy uh, seventy musicians uh, come together and. Yeah, you know, really uh, do some interesting uh, music making. So I, I think it'll be real rewarding for audience and players alike. Yeah, and likely your friends, neighbors, and coworkers could be on stage performing. That they could, and and I would say you know we oftentimes get people, you know, especially after their kids get out of the house and they got a little more like like time, you know, and they 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 like find oh I, st- I still have my flute or I still have my clarinet or whatever, you know, well dust that puppy off and. And come down and check us out and see if this would be a place. And don't worry about being rusty. The idea is that you get started, you start working on it, you get your skills back, and then you've got something that will be rewarding to yourself in emotional and and, uh, social level going forward. That was my conversation with Anchorage Community Concert Band Director Dr. Mark Wolbers. The group's upcoming free concert, Reverence, will take place on Sunday, December 4th at 4 p.m. in the Discovery Theater at the Alaska Center for the Performing Arts. And that's all the time we have for you today. For links and more content, you can visit the State of Art page on alaskapublic.org. I'm Ammon Swenson. Thanks for listening. State of Art is a production of Alaska Public Media, which is solely responsible for its content. The views expressed are those of the hosts and participants and do not reflect KSKA or its underwriters. Theme music is Spring Breakup by Termination Dust. Get in touch with the host by sending an email to soa at alaskapublic.org.